different phrase for bear market is sale. These are sales. It doesn't mean that the prices can't go lower. It doesn't mean that you go all in in this circumstance. What it means... Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today, we will find out if there is a crisis response for your investment portfolio. Joining us for a conversation is legendary investor Rick Rule of Sprott, USA. Mr. Rule, welcome to the show, sir. Maurice, thank you so much for having me on. These are uh, really interesting times, and it's fun to address your audience in times like these. Sir, it's an absolute privilege to have you on our program today. Speculators want to find out what you're doing as a crisis response and what actions they may take on their portfolio under these current market conditions. From your perspective as one of the most highly regarded credit analysts in the world, was this financial collapse inevitable? I believe it was. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I think what is more interesting than the pin, the pin being the virus, uh, was the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I, I really believe that the balloon is a function of various policy decisions and uh, decisions that people individually and as a, as a society made. I'm not belittling, by the way, the virus. Uh, I, I think that the, uh, the rapid spread of the virus and the fact that there is at present uh, no cure, per se, for the virus, that what you do is... Um, support the patient until the patient heals oneself means that there will be circumstances where the number of patients that require care exceeds society's current ability to provide that care. So I'm not belittling the impact of the trigger or the virus. What I would point out, however, was that the, the virus was the pin uh, and debt and a lack of savings, a lack of equity, was in fact the balloon. What we're into in an economic sense right now is a classic liquidity squeeze, a classic circumstance where trust between individuals, trust between individuals and their government, trust between banks has all eroded. Everyone is holding cash. Anything that has a bid is being sold, not necessarily by the investor, but uh, as often as not by the margin clerk, uh, where margin is unwinding. And among gold investors, uh, the lack of near-term response to gold, uh, buy gold, in the event of a crisis is always bewildering, because everybody buys gold in anticipation of the fact that gold will respond. First of all, gold has done its job. It hasn't held all of its value, but it's held a lot of value. And the fact is that uh, gold has been sold to meet margin calls, which means for its owners, gold did the job. It provided the liquidity that enabled investors to hold on to some of their portfolio. That bid was there to hit, while other bids weren't hit. But more importantly for gold investors and gold stock investors, the circumstance that causes the gold price to go up is not the crisis itself, but rather the policy response to the crisis. In every circumstance, governments around the world 
are responding to the lack of liquidity, the lack of trust, and the economic dislocation caused by the coronavirus to increase liquidity, that is to pump more currency into the markets. Understand what this is. The currency isn't backed by anything. What the governments are doing with quantitative easing and liquidity operations, with overnight operations, is really, truly counterfeiting. The second thing that they're doing, of course, is that they are lowering the interest rate, in the case of the United States 10-year Treasury now, to zero. So if we think about the combined response of increasing the stock of money unbacked by anything, while simultaneously reducing the compensation to savers on borrowing, what we are doing is guaranteeing that people who save uh, for future consumption in conventional instruments, U.S. 10-year treasuries and things like that, are absolutely guaranteed to enjoy lower purchasing power in the future than they enjoy today. That set of circumstances historically has always favored gold. So my, my suggestion to people is that the near-term performance of gold has been good. The intermediate uh, and longer-term performance of gold should be very good. Notice that I said should be, because uh, predictions often tell you more about the predictor than the future. And while everyone wants certainty, the only certainty exists, that exists is that there is no certainty. We exist in probability. But if you think about gold's response over time to circumstances where uh, officially sanctioned liquidity, that is government debt and things like that, uh, are questioned, gold has always done well in those times. And I would expect to gold, gold to do well in, the, in, the, in the, those times today. My own suspicion is that the gold stocks will continue uh, to suffer relative to gold, but my belief is that ultimately the gold stocks will do, rel will do well relative to other stocks and even relative to gold itself. If one remembers the period of time 2008 to 2010, that financial crisis, you will see immediately after the crisis that the gold price fell off. And then the gold price recovered as a consequence of policy response. And then the price of gold, uh, gold uh, equities really took off as a consequence of the gold price. In this circumstance, it is my suspicion that past will be prologue. And I think that your subscribers and our clients should look at their portfolios in that same vein. Sorry for the long answer, Maurice, but I've been answering this question all weekend. Rick, you've covered all the bases. Allow me to ask you a couple more questions regarding the economy before we delve into value propositions that have your attention. What are the Fed's actions indicating to you? And is this the big collapse that we've heard of for a number of years? Well, I think it depends on how you define a collapse. Um, I don't think that we're going to have a, cir a, cir a circumstance where uh, faith in the U.S. currency and U.S. institutions goes away. Uh, I don't think we're going to see the end of the dollar. I don't think we're going to see the end of the Fed. I don't think we're going to see the end of the U.S. economy. 
it would surprise it would not surprise me to have a, a legitimate debt crisis in this country. It would not surprise me to see a circumstance where major equity markets ended up being down by 50%. Uh, none of those things would surprise me. The truth is, and, and this is hard for people to understand, Maurice, a bear market doesn't cause real wealth to disappear. The fact that the price of your home falls from, I don't know, $700,000 to $500,000 doesn't make the house less livable. The brick and mortar, the real estate, don't disappear. But sometimes they change hands. <laughs> uh, and while that is unpleasant for the person uh, whose hands the asset slipped from, over time it's not unpleasant for the person to whom those assets were accrued. This is a period of time where you have to manage your emotions and you have to manage your balance sheet. We've discussed many times, Maurice, uh, in these interviews, that a different phrase for bear market is sale. Mm -hmm. These are sales. It doesn't mean that the prices can't go lower. It doesn't mean that you go all in in this circumstance. What it means is that you look for circumstances where your estimation of the reward is much greater than your estimation of the risk and where you personally can afford the risk that you are taking. I'm nibbling in this market now, Maurice, but I intend to be gobbling <laughs> in the next while. You know, this reminds me of our last conversation we had. And to my disappointment, and I take full responsibility, it's been nine months, but we last talked about courage and conviction and, and how fitting that is for this moment right here, right now. Uh, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Rick, I'm reminded of your most recent interview with Albert Liu of Sprott Media, where you stated an event that causes panic that is other than permanent is an opportunity. I couldn't have stated it any perfectly, and I don't even know if you can expand on it any further, but it just makes so much sense, and your comments have so much merit to them, that if someone has been listening to our interviews, they should be prepared for opportunities that are generational. So we've talked about the natural resource space in general, gold stocks, but are there any other sectors within the natural resource space that have your attention as a shopping list item that you're looking at? Uh, the answer to that is yes, Maurice, uh, and that that merits uh, a brief explanation. My own outlook uh, four or five weeks ago was that in natural resource uh, commodities other than precious metals, that we were in for a long, slow, grinding bear market, that the price of those metals and materials was dependent on demand and demand was going to begin to be constrained because we'd been in a 10-year economic recovery and that recovery itself was more driven by low interest rates than anything else. What I think will happen now is that the economic uh, decline will be much more precipitous rather than have the unwinding of a recovery that would normally take place over two or three or four years 
a long, low grinding retreat. I think we're going to have a hard recession. And I think the hard recession will do all of the damage to commodities that I expected to happen over three or four years in three or four months. It would not surprise me. I'm not saying it's going to happen. This is not a forecast. Mm -hmm. It would not surprise me to see the copper price go below $2. It would not surprise me to see the oil price go to $20. Uh, it would not surprise me to see the uranium price go lower. It would not surprise me to see a whole range of commodity prices that I had expected to decline gradually, decline rapidly. That's bad news for those who hold the stocks, like myself, some of them, now. The good news is that I would expect the recovery to begin to occur, not that we will feel it, but I would expect the recovery to occur this year rather than in 2023, 2024. I think the materials trade, that is, I think the time to buy the oil stocks, as an example, the big base metal stocks, uh, may be the fourth quarter of this year or the first quarter of next year. That doesn't mean that there won't be individual opportunities in industrial materials that get so oversold this year that people with a long-term perspective shouldn't buy them. Uh, it just means that the buying opportunities that I see today in the better gold equities will likely appear in the raw material sector Q4 2000 or Q1 2021. Let's take this conversation now back to physical precious metals, if I may. I'm a proud licensed representative for Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments. And I can tell you over the last couple of weeks, Rick, we've had the biggest demand for gold and silver and absolutely none on the retail side for physical platinum. What does that tell you about buying opportunities? Uh I think a couple things. It probably tells you that people are nervous about any industrial recovery. And platinum is viewed in the United States as an industrial material rather than a precious metal. Uh, were you, Maurice, a retail physical dealer in Japan or Korea or China, you would be feeling substantial demand uh, for uh, platinum investment products. But culturally, that isn't the way that Americans respond. Americans respond. Uh, Americans look at platinum uh, as uh, a component in catalytic conversion, and Americans probably rightly are expecting lower auto sales this year and next year, and as a consequence, aren't buying platinum. Uh, similarly, I think uh, the decoupling of gold and silver tells you that in this market in particular, this is a fear-driven market. Gold responds to fear. Silver responds to greed. The people who are buying silver, uh, except for people who are, buy who are buying junk silver because they think they might need it for day-to-day -day liquidity, uh, the people who are buying silver are buying silver because they believe that after gold moves, silver will move and silver will move further. There is less greed buying, less silver buying in this market than there is gold buying. What's driving this market right now is fear, and probably not misplaced fear. And just for clarification, because you introduced the value proposition to me regarding the platinum group elements, which are platinum, palladium, and rhodium, is platinum on your shopping list, 
or are you an active buyer right now? Uh, platinum is on my shopping list. I have a reasonable proxy in physical platinum in the Sprott Physical Platinum and Palladium uh, Trust. Uh, I should note parenthetically that uh, at my age, I'm 67, uh, it's simply easier for me to buy physical precious metals on the New York Stock Exchange through the Sprott products. I don't discourage physical ownership in case, in fact, I encourage physical ownership. Uh, but for me, it's just easier to buy the stuff and sell the stuff uh, online in an account. And I like the tax advantages of the Sprott product. Uh, were I uh, younger uh, and more inclined to, to take physical delivery and store it in a safe deposit box, I would likely be a platinum buyer now. The reason for that is that the utility of platinum is so extraordinary. Uh, the amount of platinum that it takes to deliver the air quality that we enjoy today, relative to the cost of the vehicle that that platinum enables the sale of, is incredible. At today's platinum prices, it takes about $100 or $125 worth of platinum in a, pla in a, in a catalytic converter to sell a $40,000 car. Were the price of platinum to double, it wouldn't impact the price of the vehicle whatsoever. Uh, also, the disparity in price between platinum and palladium means that people are investing like crazy in fabrication technology that will allow us uh, over time, and by time I mean two to five years, to begin to substitute platinum for palladium uh, in many fabrication applications but particularly in gasoline-powered internal combustion engines. And so I think that the price disparity between platinum and palladium will begin to close. I don't expect this to happen until the very real fears associated with the economic impact of the coronavirus fade. In other words, don't be looking for a six-month response in your platinum trade. But the truth is that almost all of the people who are listening to this broadcast today will be spending money five years from now, 10 years from now, and 15 years from now. And their portfolio response over the five-year term, while it doesn't seem important today, will be very important over the course of their lifetime. And in that circumstance, making investments that take into account longer time frames is always critical. And platinum fits very well in that thesis. All right. In closing, sir, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? There's a lot that keeps me up at night, Maurice. Uh, when people panic, they ask their government to do something. And I'm terrified that my government will do something. The circumstance that we find ourselves in today cannot be cured by government. They were caused by government. Um, my hope is that all of your listeners read a wonderful book by Nassim Taleb about being anti-fragile and understand that the way out of this circumstance is for everyone individually to look after himself and herself and their families and their friends and their communities. Build strength yourself by strengthening each of ourselves as individuals and families, we strengthen our society organically. Uh, 
the circumstance that we find ourselves in can't be solved by a policy response. It's a consequence of policy responses. Don't be looking to the collective to make you strong. Make yourself strong, make your family strong, and the collective will take care of itself. What keeps me awake at night is the specter of increased government interference in private affairs. The fact that people have been trained that there is a Fed put, that Big Brother will take care of themselves, will take care of them, rather than Big Big Brother will victimize them. That's what keeps me awake at night. Oh, that's powerful. Powerful stuff there, sir. Last question. What did I forget to ask? I don't think much. Uh, One thing that I would say is that people who think like you think and I think, Maurice, people who are nervous about the ongoing purchasing power of the U.S. dollar decide as a consequence of that not to have any dollars. Big mistake in the short term. Maintain liquidity, uh, including U.S. dollar liquidity. The fact that your purchasing power will decline by 3 or 4% annually compounded does not mean that you can afford not to have dollars. Having liquidity gives you the cash and the courage to take advantage of hard times rather than to be taken advantage of by hard times. Repeat, despite the fact that you are losing purchasing power, holding dollars, hold some dollars. You will need liquidity to get through this next patch comfortably. Gold and silver are liquidity, but they're not the only form of liquidity. They are volatile liquidity. In addition to holding physical precious metals, hold U.S. dollar liquidity. You know, Rick, I was dumb enough to listen to those words of instruction you provided about 10 years ago on one of your many interviews, and it has positioned me right here, right now, to take advantage of of opportunities that are presenting themselves. So thank you for those words of wisdom. Rick, in the past, you've been extremely generous to us. May I ask, does Sprott USA still provide a free portfolio ranking for proven and probable subscribers? Yeah, there's no better time uh, to avail yourself of this service either. Um, In sum, what we are offering your listeners and subscribers, Maurice, is that I personally will review... Uh, every precious metal portfolio submitted to me. This will not be investment advice because I don't know your subscribers. I don't know what will work for them. What I will do is review every company that I am familiar with. I will rank them on a scale 1 to 10, 1 being 10, 1 being best, pardon me, 10 being worst. And I will provide comments on the companies where that is appropriate. Uh, all that the subscriber need do is email me their portfolio, both names and symbols in text. Uh, Right now, our IT people won't let me open attachments for fear of viruses and my own technological incompetence. So names and symbols in text. And as an added bonus, I will include in my response uh, a chart of the Barron's Gold Mining Index, which will show you just how cheap gold mining companies are in the historical context, and also a 100-year commodity chart. So email those portfolios to me, names and symbols in text, to rankings, R-A-N-K-I-N-G-S, at SprottGlobal.com. 
By the way, we're being buried in requests, so please be patient. It could take us uh, 10 days or two weeks to get to get these responses back to your listeners. And for audience members, please make sure you put in the subject line, proven and probable. Sir, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Sprott USA, please share the contact details. I think the best way to do it is to go to our website, www.sprottglobal.com. Uh, I would also uh, urge anybody who is interested in our general point of view to uh, go to Sprott Media, www.sprottusmedia.com, uh, or look up our playlist on YouTube. Uh, all useful additions to your proven and probable subscription. They certainly are, and that's uh, Albert Lewis spearheading their Sprott Media. Uh, for all of our audience members, before you make your next bullion purchase, make sure you call me. I'm a licensed representative for Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, where we provide a number of options to expand your precious metals portfolio from physical delivery, offshore depositories, precious metal IRAs, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Call me directly at 855-505-1900, or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com. Finally, please subscribe to Proven and Probable com where we provide mining insights and bullion sales subscription is free rick rule of sprott usa thank you for joining us today on proven and probable the information presented on proven and probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind including warranties of accuracy completeness or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.